Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to The Cypher. The Cypher! Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to The Cypher. Yo, we've got all of these, Palmathon and Joseph Lee. How you guys doing? How you guys feeling? Man, it's been, it's been a minute. Good, man. I'm good. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously Joseph is, you know, looking uh, fresh as ever. Like, it's been a, been a minute since I've seen him, so... Yeah, true, true, true. Yeah, Joe finally decided to grow out of his hair. Yeah, I think, I think I'm. Yeah, I mean, like I had a phase. Like I remember people in quarantine, like they had a phase of like buzzing their hair. Right. But at yeah. that time, uh, my hair was already buzzed, and then I was just growing my hair out. Right. I've never. This is the longest my hair's ever been. So. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. True, true, true. Yeah. Paul's hair is kind of looking crazy though. <laughs> Bro, don't don't judge me. Like I can't, my hair is something that stays up. Like no matter what, like it always just stays up. True, true, true. Yeah, yeah. I, I, for me, like I, I've gone through. Always it up. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, you because know, I had my graduation photo like on Tuesday, today's Thursday, and like I went to the barber for the first time in like in like a year since quarantine. Cause like we we hadn't really had to go go out or anything. Right? Mm-hmm. So like. Oh, it, it felt weird to have like to go to a barber and like actually have my hair cut and stuff. It felt yeah. cold. I was cold, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. But that happens. Yeah, but you know, we're back. I'm not sure what episode number this is. Might be episode twenty, which is a cool marker. What the even cooler marker is that this is episode twenty and the anniversary of the cipher. Apparently, yeah. on my phone which i'm not sure how true that is but <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll, we'll just go off that for now yeah yeah so like three years almost probably three, three years. years yeah yeah. Uh, yeah yeah three years i think we, we started that in well first year second year yeah three, three or two years yeah mm-hmm. yeah man it's been a it's been it's been a long ride yeah it's been... yeah yeah man um but yeah, we'll just for this episode we'll just talk about a little bit of like what we've been up to since our episode with Bueno, the fashion gurus, and yeah. So let me see. So Joe, so Joe, what you what you been up to since? Uh, uh, well, I guess since our episode with Matthew, since you weren't part of the Bueno. Uh, uh, what I've been up to, um. You know, I've been I've been up to a lot of things, just cooking it up, you know, working behind the scenes, you know. Um, chef in the kitchen. Yeah, chef in it up. But we've been, well, I'm pretty sure, like, all, Ollie and I, like, we both, like, are in, like, a practicum. So, you know, we've been working on, like, you know, film projects, um, working hard. Because I know a lot of work has to go behind the scenes for big projects like that. Um, so I've been working, you know, and working, like, outside as well um yeah that's pretty much it what about you guys um for me uh since when well, no, we've been i've been a part of this project called the visionary where it's like this choose your own adventure interactive type thing where we let the audience kind of choose what path and what things to say to certain characters and it's like it's been like just like really wild ride because of how much You've had to shoot it. I'm also directing it, by the way, and it's been it's been a, a really wild ride because 
especially for me because I became the director like a month before we started production. So I've changed a lot of things so, like the shot list, the just basically basically the whole thing, just like what 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 we're actually doing, and it was it's mm-hmm. been a been a crazy ride, man. It's been a been a wild wild ride. Yeah, and I, we we even had Paul on as a BTS photographer, mm-hmm. videographer, and stuff. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That, was, that was pretty cool. Yeah, have. I was gonna say that because like it has been a wild ride because I've been watching you guys, you know, yeah. literally just like right behind you. Like anything that comes up, I'm just like, okay, are they gonna <laughs> solve this or whatever, you know? Right. Um. But yeah, I mean, I've been working with uh, Ollie and uh, his team on the Visionary and. Uh, just doing like behind this behind the scenes like photography videography just like basically documenting their project and um yeah that's mainly what i would i've been with like i've been doing some other photography stuff too um like i was working for some grad photos and i was doing a bit of my own thing as well um right. but yeah most recent it's been the visionary stuff and just kept like documenting like your project for you guys so yeah yeah i i think i think they've been, they've been coming out pretty, pretty nice so far especially your phone your phone like yo i told you Bro, <laughs> i told you like so i got the iphone like 13 and um yo this camera is fucking, I, I, I i sorry for swearing <laughs> this thing is it's crazy um just like i'm really impressed by it um yeah. i showed all like as i was even filming video it's got like a cinematic mode in it and it kind of like replicates like a like a bouquet effect um and it looks really nice even for like photos and stuff like that um but like the video cinematic video that's where it really shines because you can like focus on like one person's face and then you focus on the other person's face and i don't know it's it's really impressed me so yeah is it the iphone 13 or like the 13 pro like max uh 13 pro 13 Pro? Not the max. Just the 13 Pro, yeah. Damn, I'm still stuck with the uh, 10R. Good enough. Though. 10, oh geez. Yeah, I had the 8 before this, so decided that's to make a, That's a big the jump, then. That's a big jump. Yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, yeah. I, I feel like my biggest jump in technology was when I went from my, my camcorder to the Sony A7 III. Yeah, that's like, another, yeah. yeah, that's another thing I've been really, like, I got to use it. Um, right. That's another thing I've been impressed with. Like, I shoot on a on a T4i, and when I got to use your camera, it's it's, it's a mirrorless camera, right? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I was just really impressed by how fast, like, how fast it focuses on people's faces, and it has like eye tracking as well. Right. So every time you take a photo or something, like it, like this part is always like in focus, which is really helpful. But yeah, my bad. I cut you out though, right? Yeah. I think um like this past summer like I got to work with like my buddy who has like a black magic like pocket camera pocket cinema camera mm-hmm. and it's, like, it's an insane like jump from like because I use a T6i so going from that to like using like a black magic like cinema camera it's like literally this big but it's a cinema camera it, it's literally like a size Jeez. almost like a point and shoot but a little bit bigger but it's got like cinema quality like features yeah. which i thought was so sick is that is that like a like a newer kind of technology or is that older? Um, i think it's relatively new mm-hmm. yeah because most cinema cameras are 
they're big heavy like you know you know how they are right but the ones that i shot on was like literally like the size of a point and shoot but like it's portable too like you can like yeah, you know, yeah. carry around with it do anything you want with it because it's so portable and small but at the same time like it packs a punch yeah that's that's really cool like i've been like talking about like compact i've been trying out like i got a gopro oh cool. i've been just trying to mess around with this like right. shooting like pov videos and shit like that and is that I'm like really a impressed by this. It's an eight. Hero eight. Eight. Yeah. My yeah. the GoPro that I had was a GoPro Hero three, just for comparison. Oh, old three. Oh jeez. Mm. That's old. I, yeah, I think we're up to the yeah. ten probably. Uh, I was actually thinking about yeah, eventually like, getting a like the DJI drone thing. I, I think it was like the mm. I'm not sure. I, I think it was the mini or or something. Either it was either that or the Insta three sixty um kind of 360 camera that that, that they have which oh yeah, yeah. the ADC actually has yeah. actually yeah yeah it's crazy man yeah you should so, probably so, like, check it out and right. do some stuff with it right yeah honestly like I, I wanted to try it out i'm probably I'm probably gonna try to find some time in like the day or week to try to just take it out and just tr- just to test stuff out you know but yeah. uh joe tell us a little bit more about your your project i, I know i know a little bit a bit about it but like what's your role and what what's the what's the, what's the project about my project is we went through a huge like, script revision like during the summer like our script completely changed right. um but now like it's about um a relationship of a father and a daughter being kind of um misguided and misleaded by you know their different like technological uses like for example the daughter uh his name's taylor and taylor is just you know she's like your average uni student who's kind of living in the present you know she's you know she uses a cell phone she's living in the present but her dad is somebody who's kind of like obsessed and fixed over like the 60s era so you know he doesn't even like really have a phone like He's just kind of like really stuck in a past. So he hates, you know, the new era of technology and all the technological advancements and stuff like that. So it's about um, like a father and daughter bond um, short film that kind of gradually uh, goes from, you know, a bad relationship with a father to, you know, a more fixed, stable relationship where they could both kind of like, you know, mutually understands um each other's position you know taylor ends up you know liking some of what her dad's into like you know the 60s era and stuff like that and her dad ends up you know kind of started living in the present again so they kind of come together from each ends of the spectrum into the middle and right. happy ending so that's okay. kind of what it is nice. yeah what about yours well, for my, yeah, so in terms of like the story and stuff, for mine, it's more like a, I guess you can say it's like a coming, more of a coming of age type, type of thing, where we, where we follow this uh, girl named Monroe Arnold as she turns 18 and she's arguing with the parents about like wanting to be treated as, a, as an adult. And like, she's, cause like kids are going missing in the town, people are being kidnapped, and her parents are like these like, have become like these like helicopter parents or like kind of keeping them in kind of 
I guess you, you can say entrapping them inside the house and Monroe just wants freedom basically and after 2018 she's kidnapped and she wakes up three months into the future where she's like on this college campus basically and whenever her, the choice whenever she's given the opportunity to make a choice she sees them physically in front of her and she has to make a choice within a certain time time frame or her choice is made for her and we kind of go into the story to see from a college party to a hangout spot on campus and we kind of see how the power of choice plays a role in this weird sci-fi world and stuff that's cool yeah you guys done shooting yeah we wrapped like I think last week's Thursday, I think so. Yeah, last yeah. Thursday. And we had our last shoot day yesterday, so we're done. Yeah. Oh nice. How did how did you feel about rapping? Um like I learned so many things like on set working as like a DOP and like a technical director. Like when you're a DOP, you gotta have you got to like have like a similar mindset as like the director and like pretty much everybody else, whether it's like the lighting guy or, you know, anybody that kind of works like visually that helps visually construct the film. Right. So like the director and I, you have to really like be in the same shoot to kind of like understand each other and you can't really get in each other's way. Like if the director says something that I don't really like see it, like, I kind of have to like put myself in his shoes and think like, Hey, you know, maybe this is good or maybe we can make certain adjustments to make it even better. Right. So um, like initially I thought there would be some conflicts, stuff like that. Cause you know, me and him, we kind of have like different like styles of filmmaking and storytelling. Right. So I thought there was going to be some conflict, but um, thankfully we were both able to mutually understand each other. There were times when, you know, we were thinking of two different things, but we came together, thought of a better solution and boom, you know. Right. Um, so I learned I learned a lot of things and it was stressful, but it was also fun because right, right. it was a good learning experience. I feel like for me, like I, I wish I had had a DOP because like we didn't have we didn't have a DOP at all for our project. And it was just like. It, it was just like really hands on, or at least for me, because like I had to like be by the camera and then like because like also like not too many people had the were at their workshop of like learning how to use the aria mirror that's also we shot on and like it was such a it's such an interesting uh experience of like going from like making your own videos to like making like this kind of like bridge between cinema and like television in a sense of like having to be by the camera and then like also like help to operate it because like no one else knows how to use camera really. And it was like, that, I think, I think that would be like one thing in, in, in addition to like having more time to like do things and prep would be to have like a DOP at least just to like help maintain like camera look and like things and just to, just to keep things in, in order, you know, but. What was the most yeah. like stressful part of like your productions? I think the most stressful part. Um, I say probably finding locations, maybe. Even, even though like I wasn't like 
Um, I, I, I wasn't directly like there for finding locations, but like in addition to that, just like finding locations and like, uh, yeah, I, 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 I would say finding locations and just fig figuring out like the on day like schedules and stuff, cause like because of the amount of people that we didn't have with us, and just figuring things out like locations was definitely the biggest thing, and we had to like, rewrite a few a few times just to like, make sure for whatever location location that we had available that it would fit that look and like that style and stuff so like we we, we ended up shooting in the slc like twice and shooting on shooting at different parts around campus just just because it made it easier than to f go and look at like an, an apartment or somewhere else you know yeah i think for me like the most stressful part was so we had seven shoot days in total, which believe it or not, we got everything done in within seven days because we were able to work so good together as a team that everything just went really smooth. But out of the seven days, I think we had maybe like one or two, like those long, gritty, like 13 hour shoot days were just like, dude, yeah. it's tough. Like we were shooting in Bradford for five days and we shot in Richmond Hill for two days. Yeah. And I'm sure uh, you guys are both commuters, so I'm sure you guys understand. I'm coming from Oakville, which is I'm the farthest out of everybody else because everybody else is coming from within a GTA. So it's maybe like a 20, 30 minute drive up to Bradford. And that's it. If, do you guys know where Bradford is? Kind of. So it's like I north mean, of Toronto. It's like near Barrie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much think of Barrie. So it's, we're pretty much shooting in Barrie, whatever. Yeah. So every, for everybody else, it was maybe like a 20, 30-minute drive at most. But for me, like, it was probably an hour drive. And then our call time would be, like, at, like, 7 in the morning. Oh, damn. So I'd have to wake up at, like, 4.30 just to get everything ready, you know. And I was doing that for maybe, like, five days straight. And, like, those long days, like, where, like, you shoot for, like, 13 hours, just, like, you know, not much break. And everybody's tired at the end. But, like you kind of learn to like sometimes like bite your tongue and, you know, put a smile on your face, even if you're tired. Oh, sorry. Mm -hmm. But like, you know, there will be times when you're so tired, you're exhausted. Like you just want to go home. Like you want to stop. But like at the same time, you got to realize like even the actors are tired too. They're there for you. They're, you know, they right. want the best. So when you see the actors and actresses trying their best, like you kind of motivates you to keep that same energy and, you know, give them good vibes. Cause if you're like, if you're being shitty and complaining all the time, oh, I'm tired, I'm this and that, like, that's going to reflect onto the actors and actresses, right? Like, right. their performances. So, like, I learned especially to kind of, you know, like, bite my tongue, you know. Even if you have to fake it sometimes, you know, I was trying to, you know, bring out some good vibes. And yeah. I think that was probably the most stressful moment, you know, just kind of, like, learning to um, – just I don't know, bring a better vibe in the energy in the in the room. So I feel that. I think that was, that was yeah, good. man. Um, I think I think yeah, I, I think what you brought up there was important, like the aspect of like yeah. interacting with your cast and your crew, especially like the the cast and like because they they're gonna be they're the faces on 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 screen, right? And what you what's going on on set can can sometimes reflect on the performance of the actors as well you know like mm -hmm. for us we cast we did our casts in like 
July, mid, like, mid-July, end of July type thing. So people had, they did have time to, like, go over their lines and things like that. But then we only have, like, one or two table reads for everyone together. So it was really interesting to see how these actors who have never met each other in person kind of, like, got together and, like, did these, did these performances, which is one thing I did wish we would have also done. Because I, I know, like, there are benefits of, like, shooting, like, early in, like, September and then shooting later in, like, October, November, that you don't get, when you shoot early, that you don't get time to, like, prep and stuff. Like, you don't get time to prep your shots, like, what this would look like, like, bring out, like, the cameras and things like that. But then, you know, it is what it, it is, you know. Sometimes you just gotta go with what you're giving, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyways, what kind of music you guys been listening to so far? So far, because it's almost it's uh, next month. We are heading to December, which is the end of the year. Mm-hmm. So, what kind of music you guys been listening to? Let's go, Palma. Uh, um, I'm I don't know. I can't remember right now, but um, honestly, I've been okay lately. This week, I've been listening to a lot of. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard of uh, MF Doom. Um, oh mf doom yeah. yeah right he he passed away like i think last year or something um but recently i've been listening to him a lot like this past week especially like like during halloween time because i think he passed away on on halloween day um oh, wow. and um yeah yeah and the reason i've been listening to him is just because i've been trying to learn how to make beats and to learn how to make beats i've been listening to a lot of like like M- mf doom makes a lot of like sampled drum kind of music and like, he raps here and there as well and right. um and i know like logic is very like his he's very inspired by mf doom as well um so i just thought i would you know listen to him more and i've been honestly enjoying it a lot mm-hmm. um because it's like some great music like sampling wise drumming wise it's it's really great um but in terms of any other kind of music, uh, I've been listening to Lana Del Rey as well. I don't know if you guys okay. listen to, listen to her. I think she released a new album just like a couple weeks ago or something. Oh, really? Oh. Um, yeah, sort of had that playing here and there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's basically it. You know, a lot of sampled stuff, drumming okay. kind of music, um, just so my brain can kind of like pick up those kind of patterns and right, right. I don't know, just try and do something like I'm, I'm terrible, but I don't know. I feel like if I'm listening to more of that kind of music, it'll, you know, be in my mind and mm-hmm. inspire me a bit more. But yeah. I think you should start making us beats for the Cypher Freestyle. <laughs> I mean, yo, I love to, man. I love to, but yeah. I just, I'm just so bad right now. <laughs> yeah. Ali, what you been listening to? I think for me, like, I've been listening to, listening to a lot of like lo-fi beats recently. Like just like yeah. lo-fi beats on like, like especially like maybe if it's like been like a really busy day, like really loud. And sh- you, I, I, I still want to like, on the way back home. I still want to like, listen to music, but then like mm-hmm. I don't want to listen to too much music because like it's just too much. So just like yeah. lo-fi beats, especially when when they, when they get when the playlist like gets really good, it's like okay, yeah, I can I can I can vibe with this. But um, yeah. Outside of that, I've been listening to like newer 
newish albums I haven't that I wasn't aware that were out, like the Pink Sweat album that came out like earlier this year. I think that oh, was released like, new album. Yeah, Pink Sweat. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a new album that came out in like February fourteenth, mm-hmm. Valentine Day, and I, 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 I didn't even know he had a new album until like a few weeks back. I was like, mm-hmm. and I, I, I just been like listening on to that, and then CLB as well, and yeah, just like I've been, I've been enjoying new, mu- new music, man. What, what did you guys think of the CLB though? Like you just mentioned CLB. What did you actually right. think of that album? Did you like it? Not like it. Uh, I liked it. I liked it. Like, I, I honestly, I I don't listen listen to Donda either though. <laughs> um, but I think I I like CLB. I think I think it's a it's it's an interesting kind of diversion, especially with his cover art than to his previous um albums. It's it's kind of similar to Scorpion in a sense, of like the mixture of like rap and r&b but i like it i like it what are you guys' favorite track off clb um i'll see i'll go first i'll because i I have a couple i like i like fair trade okay i like girls want girls and right, right. don't roast me, but i actually really fuck with way too sexy oh yeah that <laughs> song it, it blew up on like like um, TikTok and stuff. That's good. And then TSU's Have you ever watched good. the music video for that? Um, no. TSU or way too sexy. Way too, way too sexy. No. no oh, yo, yeah. Oh, wait, I think I did. I think I saw okay. like clips of it. Yeah, you guys need to watch Isn't it. Like the one with him, like a big belly or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I think Kawhi's in it too. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Definitely have to watch that. It's crazy. Yeah, I think I don't know. For me, the album it was okay. I feel like it could have been better. Um, I agree. I feel like it got overhyped in a way. Um, yeah, like Joe mentioned, Fair Trade. I really like that song. Um, uh, no friends in the industry. I like right. that song as well. Um, maybe a couple others, but I can't really like none of them really stuck to me where I can just play them in my head, you know. Um, right. Other than those two, um, but yeah. I think I think Donda was a better album, like as a whole, you know, mm-hmm. like production wise, yeah. like music wise. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, did you guys listen to Hurricane and Donda? Yeah, yeah, that was I a really think, nice. I think that was nice one track. of my favorite tracks. Yeah. I have. Yeah, I think I think Donda was really well produced, and even like the way like he didn't release it to like forever, but right. leading up to it, he he had like these different shows and. Um, I think he did a really good job with that, just like creating like hype. Like he did, there was a hype around it before, but right. even with those shows he was doing in different places, like listening parties, I think that was great. And um, in one of them, he recreated his old childhood house just for like right. the set. Right, right, right. And right, right, I, I yeah. like, I'm in new media, so we study a lot of like set design and installation art like that. So I was really impressed by you know, mm-hmm. um, like that project there. So yeah, right, right, yeah. So right There's before we. Left. Yeah, yeah. Right before we end off, I want to do like a little quick round table question. For any artists that you're looking for right now, what what artists are you looking forward, forward towards the most for like a new album or a new project? Mm-hmm. I'll go first. Mine would be Kendrick. 
for sure. Yeah, yeah. Same for you, Paul. Mine's Anders. Oh, oh Joe, what did you say? Anders. I think Sean. Uh, Anders, Anders Pack. Anders Pack. Uh, for drumming, right? Anders Pack. Anderson Pack. Oh no, not that guy. He's a Toronto-based like R&B artist. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, he's really good, and I'm looking forward mm. to his stuff. Um, I gotta say the weekend, man. Like, I want, okay, I want the yeah. dawn to drop. So, yeah. 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 Do you think he's gonna drop something before the end of this year, or maybe next? Year? I think it, I I heard it got pushed. Oh yeah. I heard, I heard it got pushed. Yeah, yeah, I think it was supposed to be like maybe a little bit earlier, but I think it got he got or his show got pushed. But mm. I don't know. I don't know. I hope he does. Hopefully by the end of December, um, it's out. Just cause you know. Yeah. Yeah. Moving forward toward, towards uh, Christmas music, you know. <laughs> it's, like, it's like cold wintry right, like, right, you right, know right. wintry like cold you know what i mean like yeah I feel that. yeah okay cool and we will end the episode here uh stay tuned for more we will be getting more episodes out to you this year and next year and so stay tuned to cypher on our instagram and our social media and which you will find down in the link below and We'll catch you guys on the next episode of The Cypher. Peace.